July 12th, 2018. NATO. Mr. Reagan. This, I believe, was the single most impressive day in Trump's presidency so far. Trump, in a matter of seconds, saved America billions of dollars. And he gave us a huge upper hand with regard to our negotiations with Europe. This moment has a foundation in Trump's threats to leave NATO when he was still campaigning. He basically said that America doesn't need NATO. We're paying to protect Europe. Why? Europe should protect Europe. They're not poor. This was uh, March 21st, 2016. And because of that position, NATO countries started to increase their own defense spending, even before the summit. But the summit, the summit, the summit was just pure Trump. It was seriously impressive. If I love Trump for nothing else, I love Trump for this moment. Over 1%, whereas the United States in actual numbers is paying 4.2% of a much larger GDP. So I think that's inappropriate also. You know, we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting everybody. And yet we're paying a lot of money to protect. Now, this has been going on for decades. This has been brought up by other presidents, but other presidents never did anything about it because I don't think they understood it or they just didn't want to get involved. But I have to bring it up because I think it's very unfair to our country. It's very unfair to our taxpayer. And I think that these countries have to step it up, not over a 10-year period. They have to step it up immediately. Germany is a rich country. They talk about they're going to increase it a tiny bit by 2030. Well, they could increase it immediately tomorrow and have no problem. I don't think it's fair to the United States. So we're going to have to do something because we're not going to put up with it. We can't put up with it. And it's inappropriate. He walks in like a boss. He turns everybody to the table and he says, we're paying 4%. You're all supposed to be paying 2%. But you don't even pay that. What the hell are we paying for you guys? Everybody in the room is like, uh... They're like, we don't know what to say. We don't know what to say. Nobody ever calls us out to our face. Like, this is crazy. Trump drops the mic, walks out again like a boss. What Trump did, it was such a decisive victory. And it took Trump, what, two minutes? Two minutes? Decades of incompetence from other presidents. We send Trump in, two minutes, boom, sorted. Amazing. Amazing. And then, and then get this. What does the press say? What does the press say after he leaves? Oh, what? Trump wasn't very nice. He wasn't nice. He wasn't nice. These guys have been stealing from us for years. Come on. Let's get real here. You know, Trump saved us billions of dollars in like two minutes. And you're complaining that he wasn't polite about it. The, pr the press will literally criticize Trump for anything. It's insane. Donald Trump could save the life of a nine-year-old girl, and the press would find some way to criticize him. Oh, when Trump snatched that girl off the cliff edge, he was a little rough about it. I mean, come on, like, give the guy a break. It was literally the most beautiful negotiation I've ever seen in my entire life, and the press is, like, criticizing him for not being polite. The mainstream media needs to check themselves. They really need to check themselves. This is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, therein lies the road to war. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. 